Welcome to Review That Review. This is episode 10 of the podcast dedicated to reviewing. Unbelievable. Reviews were just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. Or in the words of friend of the pod, ham and cheese sandwich. That's Tracy and I'm Che. <laughs> but regardless of what you call us individually, none of it really matters because together we are the Review Queens. How's that crown today, Tracy? Well, Che, my <laughs> my crown is great today. Yeah, I'm holding my crown high. How's your crown today? My crown is good. You know, I had a really spectacular weekend away. My husband and I were celebrating. <laughs> This is funny to me because I remember when we first started dating, uh, I was a waiter and we would go away and celebrate months because it was like a huge step for us to like have quote unquote titles. We were like consciously being together one day at a time. So we would celebrate monthly anniversaries, but I would need coverage every now and then. And the other waiters would be like, oh, it's the anniversary thinking it was like years or something. Not actual months. So then like everyone made fun of me after a while because they're like, wasn't your anniversary last month? Anyway, so we went away to Ogunquit, Maine, which is where we met 11 years ago. It was amazing. We stayed at this gorgeous Airbnb. We waited a little too long. It's like a small little place. So a lot of the stuff was taken. And so we stumbled upon we were the first people to stay in this gorgeous airbnb in wells maine which is the town just above ogunquit and i just want to give it a shout out because we were the first to stay there it's the quiet three bedroom beach cabin getaway and the hostess samantha it's in wells maine it was just the two of us and our two dogs but this was the only option and last minute it was so perfect. Like it was this three bedroom, but it was a really small cabin. So it didn't feel like we were in this mansion. And they were just awesome hosts and really accommodated us. And they knew we were bringing our dogs. So they put out a little dog bowl, which was so cute. Oh, that's um, so sweet. It was really great. I actually missed you a lot. I was telling uh, uh, David that this is like the first time I've wanted to return from a vacation because I am having so much fun doing this podcast and collaborating with you. So I'm so happy to be here. How are you Chelsea how was your week oh my god first of all I missed you a lot too I was like trying not to be a codependent and allow you to have your anniversary weekend so I just want you to know it was a lot of effort but um, (laughs) I did miss you also yeah I've had a good week I just got a brand new puppy which is very exciting and very exhausting in all of the ways so I don't sleep anymore so we're just gonna have to let that go but she's worth it because she's really cute and what is your puppy's name my puppy's name is Goldie and maybe we'll we're cheering Aww. for Goldie. We're cheering for Goldie. She's named after Goldie Hawn, but she's Goldie Dawn. David asked me how you came up with the name Goldie. And I was like, I haven't asked, actually. Yeah, I love I'm like the biggest Goldie Hawn fan ever. Always like love her so much. In fact, my friends came over to meet Goldie and we had to decide which Goldie Hawn movie we were going to watch. What'd you just pick? in Goldie's honor? We picked uh, House Sitter. It's it's Goldie Hawn and Steve Martin. Oh my and god! It's, it's not as I guess like it's not as mainstream, but it's just so fun, and I just love it so much. And she's just amazing in everything that she does, so she could do no no wrong in my book. And Steve Martin, it's like <laughs> Steve Martin at his best, like second to father of the bride for me. Oh my god! It was fun. We enjoyed it. We had a great time. I think Goldie liked it. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't complain. So overboard was one of my favorite movies as a kid. We used to watch it relentlessly. 
Well, congratulations on Goldie. I know that Goldie has entered your life in a very wonderful time. And we are very happy that Goldie is part of the crew of (laughs) Review That Review. Yes, she's the head of security. So (laughs) she's going to keep an eye out for us. I think that we should probably... Lodge a complaint. Trey, do you have a complaint to lodge today? Oh boy, do I ever. Can't wait. So I mentioned we went to Ogunquit, Maine. Ogunquit historically was known as a safe haven for LGBTQ people and families. So that is like always wonderful. And that still exists today. And there is this like deconsecrated church. So okay. that just means it was one, it was built as a Methodist church and it. And now it's a bingo hall. Well, it's been stripped of all of its holiness, which right. is its own process because religion. Oh, like there's actually a process for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's similar to the exorcist. Like- before it becomes like a bowling alley or something, they have to remove all the holiness. Exactly. All right. So (laughs) this previous church is now a gift shop and it's in the middle of town and you know, it's a two lane street and the name and they sell like, it's so cute, but they sell like tchotchkes and home decor and blankets and things like that. And the name of the church X church gift shop. Do you have any guesses what they've named it? What they've named the gift shop? Like if you were going to take an old church building, it has a huge clock tower. It's like a steeple. It's totally a church. What would you name it? Holy gifts. Cute. Okay. Okay. So they have named it Revelations. Okay. Cute. That's a cute Cute. name. Got it. Yeah. We were seated at a restaurant, which was across the street. So I kept staring at it. And it occurred to me, there's a huge missed opportunity here. This is like a gay-friendly place. Everyone has gay flags everywhere. Why was it not called Leviticus? Why? Okay, you're Jewish, so that joke doesn't land but on no, you. No, but Leviticus is one of the is the Old Testament. So like I know Leviticus roughly. So Leviticus is like the one section of the Bible where people point to say that homosexuality is a sin because it says oh. that mankind should not lay with womankind as the man lays with mankind. Man oh. shall not made with man shall not mankind. lay with mankind as they do with womankind. You know, also famously, like the next verse is like, don't mix fabrics, <laughs> don't touch pork skin, football. Right. So anyway, I think, but we ignore those because that's not well done. <laughs> but I think that there's a huge opportunity that's been missed. This should be called Levita gifts. I kept saying it over and over and over. Oh, Levita gifts. Oh, yeah. Did I not pronunciate? No, I, yes. I don't know. I heard Leviticus, but Leviticus. I think Leviticus is such a better name because this is a gay area. They would go to Leviticus and they would get a nice shawl or like a nice rock that has an engraving in it. Yeah. So, anyway, my complaint this week is if I am ever going to frequent a gift shop and a gay friendly vacation spot, that is a de-consecrated church. Yeah. I don't want its name to be anything other than Leviticus. Mm. Otherwise, you're wasting my pun and humor time. <laughs> the end. Well, I think at very least you should have given them the opportunity. Like, did you tell them that this maybe they would be open to a rebrand? Well, I really did think about that. And I've, I've looked them up. They do have a website, mm-hmm. revelationsgiftshop.com. And I'm going to... See if I can reach out to them. Oh, there's a whole contact form. Yeah, I think you should reach out. At very least, like maybe they can do like a Levita Gifts event. Like, would that <gasps> would that help? Well, I did say to David, I think maybe like this should be my like hobby now. Like, I should just go across the country and find churches that are no longer functioning, and then I can turn them into gift shops. Yes, but I don't think I'm really gonna gay do gift that shops, which will definitely de what is it consecrate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a church that was turned into a home in Key West, okay. but that's like a house, so that I can't because that's the perfect spot, like in Key West, or maybe in Fire Island. If there's like a an old church, I don't really know much about Fire Island, but you know, I think Leviticus is perfect. Everyone, you could paint a side of the wall like that pink wall in LA where everyone wants to go and take pictures. It would be a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's my complaint. It's been lodged, and um, please, 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 if you have a gift shop that's in an old church. Please rename it Levita Gifts. Yeah. And give Trey a little credit at the same time. You don't even have to give me credit. (laughs) 
You don't, I don't even need it. I just need that to be rectified in the world. Chelsea, what about you? What is your complaint for the week? Okay. So my complaint is, you know, like when you go on a website and they're like, you have to spend X number of dollars to get free shipping. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate you. I like, I just feel manipulated because I, I I think I always land just shy. Like I'll be like $2 short of the free shipping. Right. And then I'm like, well, is it worth it for me to spend the like $6 for shipping? Or like, would I prefer that $6 in the form of an item? And now I have to scour your site for like an $8 item in order to really make this math work out. And then I'm probably going to get something that I don't need. And I just think, why can't we just give free shipping? Like, I don't like free shipping minimums. I feel like they're manipulative. I think they're doing it on purpose. I don't know. Just stop it with this. Do you have this problem? Like when you're like a dollar away? I've noticed it with just minimums. Like when you're getting food delivery, like takeout. Exactly. It happens a lot where it's like, I have noticed many times you'll always be like a dollar to 75 cents off. And the cheapest thing is like a side of rice or like a side of broccoli. And that's always like going to put you up like $5. Like, I I do think that someone is being strategic about. Yeah, it's definitely strategic. Also, like, I wish that they could keep track in a day, like, my, you know, I have a new puppy. So I'll go on chewy.com and they'll have minimums and I'll go on and like, I'll buy a few items. So I'll get the free shipping. And then I'll be like, Oh, I forgot to get something. So then I want to just order that one thing, but I can't because I have to fill up my cart. And I just feel like I've already invested in this business. You're, you don't, you could put it all in the same box. Why, why? Why? I'm lodging a complaint. You know, complaint heard. Thank you. That is such a like common occurrence complaint. Like I have felt the same frustrations before. So I appreciate you voicing it. Ugh, well, thank you. I feel better now that I got that off my chest. I think I feel okay. I feel like maybe I could have spelled out Levitic gifts stronger. <laughs> but regardless, let's just move into some written online complaints. How do you feel about that? I feel great about that. As you guys already know, if you're listening to episode 10, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review. We break it down. And then we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. And kvetch means complaint. Ugh, I'm kvelling, Trey. You're Yiddish. It gets better every week. Okay, who is first today? You are my gorgeous RQ. Wow, okay, I'm first. God, like I feel like my heart always starts to beat whenever I realize that I'm first, but... You know what? You don't have to. You don't have to have an increased heartbeat because the worst could, that could happen is you could not set up the punchline of Leviticus and then it bombs. Oh. And then you know what? Then you take a breath. And who cares? We're here to have fun. You're right. We are here for fun. Review that review. Okay. My review this week is from Google. It is a one-star review of Mauve Lash in California. This review is written by Jody B. I've been debating writing this for hours, but every time I walk by the mirror... I'm almost in tears. I wanted to be kind, but I'm really disappointed in my entire experience. I did a lot of searching for what I wanted and who I should go to before booking my appointment, but I have to admit how wrong I was. My appointment was for a mixed set. I picked this because I have naturally decent length lashes, but wanted them to be a little fuller, but still more natural. A set I can roll out without needing to wear mascara and liner makeup every day. When I arrived, the tech called my name, but didn't introduce herself or anything. (laughs) I told the receptionist and her that I've never had lashes before. And she asked to see some photos of what I wanted. The pics we looked at were from the mauve lash Instagram. I pointed out what I liked and she said, so more natural. 
to which I agreed and also pointed out a few that she said were cat eye angled. I told her I didn't want anything doll eyed or too lush. I thought we were on the same page and I paid down and she began. After about two hours, she finished and I asked to use the restroom before checking out. Once in the bathroom, I took a glance in the mirror and was shocked. They were so long and looked like one of those dolls that eyes close when you lay it down and open when it's upright. Not at all. The more natural but fuller look we chatted about or the photos we looked at. When I came out, I immediately told her. Her response was that she couldn't do anything about the length unless she took them off completely and put a new set on. I was devastated as I tried to ask what we could do. She offered to take some of the fullness out of one that was heavier than the other. I agreed to that, but honestly, didn't see much of a difference. At that point, I just wanted to leave. I was hungry and really upset, but trying to still be nice. I was hoping once I put on mascara on my lower lashes that it would offset everything. Now that I'm home, the mascara didn't help at all. So I washed my face and literally a quarter of them fell right out. I don't know if it's my face wash or what, since I was given no care instructions verbally or anything. I'm getting really irritated that I paid close to $200 for this. They look awful. And I'm at the point of just pulling them all off myself in the morning. Big disappointment, waste of my money, and very unhappy with how the tech handled it all. My tech was Jensen. Is, is that the name, Jensen? <laughs> yes. G E N S I N E. Would you pronounce that another way? No, I just didn't know if that was like a millennial term or something. Oh, <laughs> good, good. Wow. Okay. Jody yeah. B. Jody B. Wait, have you ever had eyelash extensions? Not like the kind of eyelash extensions like this that are meant to last a long time. I think for my sister's wedding, we did the, you know, like the makeup artist did the little eyelashes and, and they were the nicer ones where you put them on one at a time, but I think they still were meant to be temporary. So nothing like this. Right. Those are like little yeah. wispies. Yes. Because I have exactly. two friends that have had like these long-term eyelash extensions put on. Yeah. And I, I know that it, at least with those two girls, it's commonplace that like it looks a little extreme at first. And then oh. they do sort of like fall I guess, off. Yeah. 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 I had that thought too. Like when she said a quarter of them fell off, like I wanted to be like, did it look better when a quarter of them fell off? Like, is it one of those things where it sort of sheds after a while and then it starts to look more natural? I, I honestly don't know. And neither does Jody. I, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts here. It's interesting to me. Jody B mentions that they have decent length eyelashes to begin with. So yeah. then my question is, well, then why are you getting the service? I, I understand that there's like a middle ground, like you don't want to be a drag queen, but like right. you want it to look more full and natural. But yeah, but to me, I feel like that line is so specific to each individual that like it's very tough. And that just makes me stressed out for these like technicians because it's like people are probably you're going to be dealing with a lot of opinions and right. that's a personal opinion you know mm-hmm. everybody's got one everybody's got one as or joe <laughs> canozian beautifully wrote but like to me I, I don't know i feel like if I, do you think that there's like um a judgment snap that people might have if it looks like you have like giant giant false eyelashes on and you're like at cvs I mean, like, I don't know. I guess I'm less worried about the judgment snap because I figure it's just like, if you want it, like you rock it, you rock it. But I think everybody looks better with a little mascara, you know? And so I can understand saying like, oh, like it would be nice to have a little something extra and not have it be like a full glam look. Yeah. I guess the thing where I'm, I'm trusting Jody a little bit here is that it seems like she knew what she liked based on the fact that she showed examples. She pulled things specifically from their Instagram, like not another, not like random Instagram, Mm -hmm. like 
here's an example of work that you have done in the past that I liked. And then the person said like, okay, I get it. Like you want something more natural. Not doll-like. Like not doll-like specifically. And, you know, maybe like a little bit of a cat eye angle, but like pretty natural. I don't I feel for her because when I, I mean, this is a little bit of a non sequitur, but when I was a kid, I really wanted to get highlights because my sister was a blonde and she got highlights since she was younger. And I just was like, I want to do this thing. And so I begged my mom to let me get highlights when I was in middle school and she begrudgingly agreed. And I got these red highlights and then I went in the bathroom and they looked kind of like weird red purple to me. And I just remember being completely devastated, like that feeling of, of getting something done and then going to the bathroom and seeing it and then having that like I felt for Jody B in that moment because it's like it's a weird thing you're like what do I do like how do I hand how do I manage this like I am upset and I think that when you get services like that you should be able to tell them that you're upset and you don't like it. Mm-hmm. I just wish that, I mean, they didn't show her a mirror along the way. Like it just seems like in the two hour period that, she, and again, I've never had this done, so I don't know how it works, but don't you like, usually when you get your haircut or you get something, they're like, how are you liking it? Like, is this, do you want it a little shorter? Do you want it a little longer? Like, why weren't they checking in with her? I had that question too. Cause two hours is so long. And also like, cause I would think like, to check in after one eye is complete and you're switching to the next check in after one eye. And then it's like, Oh, if we have to completely pivot, then we only have to take a set off of one eye. And I would think that the technician is at fault for that. Yeah, I do. The fact that she had to go to the bathroom to see what was happening That's weird to me. Isn't it weird? It is weird. Also conversely, because I've also been in a situation where like, now it's very trendy to have these crazy extreme fades for boys, like with the haircut. But that happened to be in college and it was right after Rosie O'Donnell had come out and she did that to her hair. And all (laughs) I thought was, I look like Rosie O'Donnell. And it was like so upsetting. So I understand when you get something done that does not feel like you and you have to face it. That's that is like very confronting and upsetting. So yeah. like I'm not judging that, but to me I feel like eyelashes are so much uh, less severe than hair color or a haircut. I don't I mean yes and no like it's on your face. You know what True. I mean? Like eyes are the heart of the soul or whatever. Yeah, like with a haircut you could put a hat on I guess if worse comes to worse. Like right. I guess well, you couldn't you put glasses. Right, that's what I was going to say. I guess, but like I mean, a hat is a 24-hour item. A sunglass is like, you know, you look pretty crazy after sundown with sunglasses on. So I, I do think that close to $200 is crazy, especially if a quarter of them fell out like with the first yeah. time you washed. We're assuming that Jody was not scrubbing and rubbing and freaking out and crying and right. going insane like a monkey. But Which like, she might have been. <laughs> possibly. But, you know, she I would... Upset. I mean, here we are, two of us. So yes. neither of us have ever had this done. So True. odds are you're probably going to encounter people that are novices to this process. So you would imagine that there would be a little conversation, especially when it's communicated that I'm new at this. This is what I like. This is what I don't like that. You would assume there would be a check-in. And afterwards I understand like there's nothing to be done about the length. It's not safe for me to trim these. Right. But like we have to redo everything. Like that just seems obvious to me. So like, I don't fault the salon for that, but I do question why there was not a check-in. So that would have like a little bit of um, that would have a little lasting impact on me. I I agree. Like, I don't understand why they didn't, didn't give her instructions when she left. It seemed quite obvious to have a whole process that she was like a novice. And she also left, you know, not happy. I, I don't know. It just seems it definitely I want to validate Jody B because it seems like some things were not handled properly. And I love that Jody B starts this by saying, I admit that I chose the mixed length because I that's what I thought I wanted. Like right. they they don't start out being a victim. They don't say like yeah. they were horrible to me. They say like I might have m- mistakenly chosen the length, but I'm new at this. Yeah, totally. And like also that she was like I've been debating writing this for hours, but every time I walk by a mirror, I'm almost in tears. Like I just I I kind of like I feel for Jody. Like that sucks. Like when you do something like this, you're doing it because you want to feel better about yourself and look nice. Right. And 
have that moment of looking in the mirror being like, Hey girl, Hey. And the fact that she did this and had the opposite reaction. Personally, I'm super sensitive to reviews when it comes to things that are on my face. Like when I'm doing like laser on the face or like eyebrows or something like that. I think I do pay a lot of attention to the reviews with stuff like that. And I would definitely second guess whether or not I was going to go to this place after I read this review. That's interesting. What was the spelling and grammar like? There were a lot of little mistakes. It wasn't perfect. It was long. So she had a lot to say, but there were little, like she said, um, did you say paid down? She, instead yes. of late? Yeah. Yeah. So she said I paid down and she began. I mean, I'm assuming she meant that she like sat down. I, I don't really know how that happens with autocorrect, but I think they do lay you down though. Like, oh, maybe she oh, laid down. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. But Jody B has been crying. Yeah. You know, they didn't have time to like go through with a magnifying glass. So they were Correct. Too upset. I'm sure her eyes were swollen. I mean, they've been like poked and prodded and now cried and and washed and not so, very humor there wasn't a lot of humor here no I, I i mean this was not a humorous review this was i think like a heartfelt emotional dump in a way i feel like she's talking directly to the other people that also maybe haven't had this done before and saying like look like you said like i'm new to this like i didn't really know what i wanted but i thought i did research i thought i provided like photographic examples examples of what i wanted and you know i was really really disappointed and i think that as someone that's newer to this like i i would be listening i'm listening to you jody b for sure yeah i think i can crown this okay let's crown it All right. So in an effort to be fair, Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. We will reveal our scores simultaneously so that we will not be impacted by the other's review. The queens are tabulating. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Total score. Okay. Interesting. Trey is holding up three crowns and I am holding up four crowns. Trey, tell us about your three crowns. Okay. So I chose three very middle of the road because I do actually very much believe Jody B. I appreciate that they expressed where they felt they were responsible and were, you know, very emotionally driven in this review. Yes. Not a lot of humor doesn't matter because that doesn't really affect my score that much, uh, especially when it's very emotional. And I do believe the person spellings all over the place. You know, I, I did think that this is valuable only because I've never had this done. And so if I was going to, I would take from this review that I need to really spell out. Okay, y'all. I need to check with, in with you this entire process. I don't yeah. want to come out of here looking like a clown. <laughs> right. Like, let's be serious. Although I am a drag queen lover. And so yes. give me a 301. Give me crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> raccoon eyelashes. I love that look. I think nothing is more chic. Yeah. But that isn't what Jody wanted. And she seems to have felt, Jody, they felt that that's what they walked out with. And so for that reason, uh, the impact is I think I um, I would I would feel more armed with... Yeah needing to be extremely proactive in my experience. And so for that reason, I gave it three. I gave it three. What about you? I gave it four, which as you know, for me is a pretty high score. So I was a little bit surprised with myself. I was awesome. <laughs> I was oscillating between three and a half and four, to be honest. I was just putting myself in Jody's shoes a little bit and identifying that this felt like a very authentic experience that me as a consumer looking to possibly get lashes would certainly be impacted by Jody's experience. And I appreciate her sharing her experience with me. I took off also, you know, a crown for lack of humor and the spelling and grammar issues for sure. I thought about taking off another half crown because of what you said. Like, I don't really know this experience. So maybe if I had done this all the time, I would feel differently. Like I'm not that knowledgeable in the subject matter. So maybe that's worth a half crown if somebody else is like, oh, she should never have said mixed lashes or whatever. I don't know. But that's what I gave her four crowns. I believed her. I believed it was honest. And I think that I would definitely do a little bit more research before I would go to this place and maybe even before I would do this at all. So four crowns. Well said. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Sorry, Jody B. I hope that it all works out for you, girl. I do. I'm sure they're out by now. When did did Jody B. write this review? 
a year ago. So I'm, I, I, I hope she's recovered. I wish Jody B had submitted images so that I could take a look. True. Do you can you? I can't remember if you can submit images on Google reviews. You can, right? I think so. Okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, Godspeed, Jody B. Yes. Best of luck to you. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we can get into my review of the week. Oh my god! Can't wait. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Trevin. We're the hosts of Seriously Sinister, a true petty crime podcast. The show that asks, is that a murder weapon in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? (laughs) We're bringing something new and different to the true crime genre. Each week, we both tell a true petty crime story with high drama and movie-like sound production. Also, get to know us with our weekly dreadful dilemmas and killer facts. Here's a sample of two of our true petty crime stories. Enjoy. As I lay on the floor crying, my vision started to become more clear, and my perpetrator came into focus. A familiar ornery laugh emerged from the man as I recognized his smile. It was my husband. I quickly ripped open the paper and turned to the third page. Earlier in the week, another call had come in. This time a woman had answered the door and got an eye full of mystery fist. The call description... We hope you all enjoyed listening along and aren't too scared to subscribe to our show. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's game time. All right, Chels, Chels, it's time for us to take a quick little spin on the fun, fast, furious, glorious, spectacular, light, fantastic, merry-go-round. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. I like the fact that this could be like a glowing, like night, fantastic merry-go-round. I think that that's nice. Okay. So here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, not a second more, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like our Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. So this week, I have a uh, one-star zinger from Google Reviews Okay. for the Smile Direct Club Bright On LED Accelerator Light. Okay. And this is from Rachel T. who says, please see a dental professional for orthodontic treatment. This needs to be monitored by a professional. Mm, I have to agree. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right, Trey, are you ready? I am ready. All right, let's hop get, on. Let's get started. Three, two, one, go. Come to war. Please see a dental professional before orthodontic treatment. This needs to be monitored by a professional. Game show. Uh, please uh, see a dental professional for orthodontic treatment. This needs to be monitored by a professional. Opera diva. Please see a doctor professional for orthodontic treatment. This needs to be monitored by a professional. Superhero. Please see a doctor professional for orthodontic treatment. This needs to be monitored by a Oh, boy. That's you know silly. what? I'm going to give you superhero only because you were. I did my arms. You were doing the most. Like, you didn't short end that at all. The opera diva had a full aria at the end there. So I'm going to give that to you. That's one, two, three. <laughs> That's four, Trey. Good job for a kind right, of long I, zinger. I know. I knew that it was like pushing being pithy, but I just yes. thought it was so funny to leave that review. Okay. Chelsea, what is your one star zinger for today? That's a great question, Trey. My one star zinger is from Rate My Professor. It is for a economics professor at NYU, mm. written by Econ UA1. And it says, terrible, absolutely terrible. 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right. Terrible are you episode. ready to jump on? Yes, I am ready. Three, two, one. Teen drama. Go! Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Magic show. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Melodrama. True crime documentary. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Rom-com. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Lifetime. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I don't know. They were all the same. They were all. That's how I always feel every time I do this. I'm like, I don't know the difference between lifetime and teen drama. We did this for ourselves. When you did the magic. You did abracadabra hands. <laughs> I did. So I think that doesn't matter. It was <laughs> it was stimulating me. So this is six. You got six, okay. my queen. Thank you. Wow. Six versus four. <laughs> Girl, you're the queen. I'm the queen. I'm the queen. Wow. So I, I lost everything when I was a kid to my sister. My sister would like, she was just very competitive and she would beat me at everything. And so it's just sort of, it tickles me that, that I get to be a winner because I, growing up was never, I just gave up. I was like, go ahead and win if it's not important to you, you know? Well, you never have to give up because you're exceedingly great at this game. So oh, congratulations. Thanks, Trey. You're great too. Meh. <laughs> review that review. Okay, we are back from that rousing game break. And now it is your turn, Trey. Where is your review from this week? Oh, boy. All right. So this week, I have a special review that was sent to me by a friend. Okay. That was too long to be a listener voicemail. (laughs) This is from Yelp. Okay. It is a two-star review for a restaurant called... Splash at the Boathouse, which is in Burlington, Vermont. This is from Craig N. I hate to give a joint two stars, but I simply couldn't ignore what we were told by our waitstaff. I'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) Backing up. My hot, blonde, German wife and I decided to meet the best pilot I ever flew with. My buddy Jeff and his wife including their chihuahua, decided to fly their seaplane up from Ticonderoga to meet us. I thought, what a better place for them to dock their $2.5 million machine, but right there. After they got a ton of attention from this flyby and flawless landing, (laughs) they joined us at our table right at the water on the patio. Let me tell you the positives first. Our server was super awesome, and our drinks were strong and out of this world. You know, it set the stage for a great night. We had about three rounds apiece. But to my astonishment, my best bud Jeff downed five whiskey sours in about 20 minutes as we were catching up on good old times. Just a quick side note, Jeff, all caps, hates seafood and has a reaction to it but he doesn't care what anyone else eats he just usually picks the steak or chicken so it was when we were told this by our awesome wait staff dot a dot bless her heart my wife wanted to have the haddock but asked if she could have it blackened it was to all of our utmost astonishment that we were explained that all fish are prepared in the morning and can't accommodate any special requests. Being that my bud Jeff is also a math whiz, knowing what time it was that evening, quickly realized that our seafood sits for more time during the day than our old boss, Doug, spends time seeing who's wearing the right shoes and develops more elaborate spreadsheets than Mr. Excel himself. I digress. Immediately, Jeff's reaction to the seafood news set his stomach on a whirlwind worse than a 21-year-old drinking for the first time after eating four White Castle burgers. Jeff started throwing up in his mouth, not once, but twice. 
Ollie, their chihuahua, started barking frantically as he knew his owner was in trouble. And he was, four exclamation marks. Jeff, being the stud he is, got up and pretty much did a fifth grade's first place standing long jump and hurtled over the big rope parameters in a heartbeat and flashed over to the nearest point of water to hurl all that he drank. Poor Jeff for having that kind of reaction to being told that they cannot blacken fish because it is prepared in advance in the morning. Bottom line, if you want fresh seafood, don't come here. Come here for the drinks, views, and service. That's it. By the way, since Jeff had too much to drink and was way too green, his wife flew them home, and she doesn't even have a license. Truth be told, she can outfly both Jeff and me. <laughs> 17 exclamation marks. Wow. 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 What the actual F? I mean, so much to unpack here with Craig N. First of all, thank you to your friend who found this review. Mark. Thank you, Mark, for finding this. What a find. Great job. I kind of felt like I was on a scavenger hunt when this was going on, looking for the details that actually involved the restaurant. Um, I just have, I know the weirdest details now about Craig's life. And I know not a single thing about the food. Also, like your friend was puking because he had a million whiskeys. Like he, thank you. It doesn't make any, it makes like no sense. Like, first of all, yes. Like that is gross. If that's true, that they prepare the fish in advance. I, I can't imagine how that would be true. Is that like, do you think that that's true? It can't, it can't be. Maybe right? they like marinate it in advance. Like, I don't like, I like um, Jeff. I also don't eat fish. Me either. Oh my God. I love that about you. <laughs> anyway, I digress as does Craig. I mean, the only information Craig gave us about this restaurant was positive, right? He I know. Was, right. That's yes. so weird. What's the name of the restaurant again? Oh, Splash at the Boathouse. What a splash they had. My goodness. God, like such, just such pretentiousness. I could puke. I mean, if I were to ever try to communicate the definition of the word douche. Yeah. Like this is like when Mark sent me this, I thought, oh, my, I like want to take a shower. I feel so gross. Agreed. Jeff must think that he is like, Jeff Foxworthy, like he thinks he's very funny. So there's a few like jokes in here. That Wait, just Jeff come thinks off. he's funny or Craig thinks he's funny? Sorry, Craig. Right. Okay. Craig thinks he's a comedian. Yes, for sure. And what does that have to do with any, like, no one's going to get like your inside joke about your old boss. Very strange. Also, very- what does the Chihuahua Ollie have to do with anything? I- and what is the fact that he has a hot blonde German wife have to do with anything? He didn't even bring her up again. It's like he introduced this character and then he just let her like, what happened to the wife? Also, why do we need to know that this plane they flew was $2.5 million? Like, Gross. I'm already hate you. I already hate you. And and like what is a perfect place to land so that everybody is watching you and gawking at your two and a half million dollar plane that's your friends and didn't he start i was confused he started in the beginning saying something about having the flight with like the best pilot he ever had and then he ends with the wife are those is that the same so he's saying that he and his hot blonde german wife craig decided to meet the best pilot he ever flew with who is jeff oh so craig and jeff are both pilots Craig's a pilot. <laughs> I think. Oh, maybe he isn't a pilot. I don't. But think he, Craig's the best pilot he ever flew with. Yeah, is his friend Jeff. I think so. But then he. But then in the end, he was like, he said that Jeff's wife flew the plane without a license. She can outfly both Jeff and me. So I do think. Oh, Craig that maybe he is a pilot. I don't know. He's gross. I feel like this is like that that Billy Madison quote where they're like, "I am now dumber." for having listened to this. Like, I I really, 
Well, on that note, yeah. I am not a math whiz. Right. But Craig points out that they had about three rounds apiece, mm-hmm. but then uses the word astonishment two or three times. To his astonishment, Jeff downed five whiskey sours in about 20 minutes. So Ugh. that doesn't add up because if you had three rounds the whole time, but then he had five. So, and you were there before he was there. So, what? Three rounds of five. Let's get the, well because he because apparently Jeff drinks like a fish. I think Jeff but, just drinks very but, fast. But Jeff throws up because of the way the fish is prepared, not because he had five whiskey hours and and was so like done that he couldn't fly the plane at the end. It doesn't make any sense because Craig's giving us all the details to support the case that he's fighting against. Like it's bizarre. It's like, well, of course he threw up. He had five whiskey sours in like 20 minutes. I'm also curious. How do you throw up in your mouth twice? If you throw up in your mouth once, (laughs) aren't you going to then have to get it out? Like how do you then throw up and then throw up again in your mouth? I imagine that it was like a, and then he like, just was like, let me get out of here. And also that poor body of water. that's now covered in Jeff's puke. Ugh disgusting okay so also like i'm a little bit upset that this reviewer's name is craig because my dad's name is craig and obviously like i had a lot more high hopes for craig n just based on name alone so disappointed in craig n also he just like he's all over the place like he starts with like this he calls it a joint right Mm -hmm. and then bless her heart remember that part he is from texas Okay. All right. It is funny to me because it says bottom line, if you want fresh seafood, all caps don't come here. But A, they didn't even have the fish. Yeah. And and they're telling us that it's not fresh because I think this waiter was uninformed or said something incorrectly. Like does it doesn't make any sense. How do you prepare fish in the morning? Yeah, no. It would be cold. Like how it doesn't I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not buying that this no. place would pre-cook their fish and then what microwave it like yeah that doesn't make any sense i feel like this whole review is so lacking in value because it's just sort of craig bragging about his friend so gross like i feel like craig wrote this review so that on monday he could like read it to his friends I mean, I hear that. I mean, it, it does feel like who brags about their friend's $2.5 million anything? I mean, that's just so odd. Very anyway, odd. the spelling and the grammar is actually pretty fantastic. I wonder if Craig was like highly educated aside from being a pilot, which is its own highly education requirements. True. Um, I feel like I'm struggling as a review queen with the entertainment value. Because I was laughing a lot during this because it was so ridiculous mm-hmm. and over the top and crazy. And the details were like wackadoo. And I, like I said, felt like I was on a scavenger hunt trying to figure out when are we, what are we talking about? Like, when are we talking about Splash at the Boathouse? Because like, I'm missing it. And so I'm like, do I attribute that entertainment to Craig for entertainment? Because I was entertained or... Is it that I was entertained because people like Craig exist and would feel the need to write such a novella about absolute nonsense on Yelp for some person to read and not have any like, was that why I was laughing? I don't know. Maybe Craig was drunk from the three rounds when they wrote this. I did think that. I did wonder about that. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I wonder if he was like hammered and writing this on the plane ride back. I guess I just feel like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you feel like we attribute the entertainment to Craig or are we entertained because of the ridiculousness of it? I think it's entertaining because it's ludicrous. Like it doesn't, it's it's completely invaluable to like, there's, there's nothing going on here, but like someone who's wacky, but like, I just instantly am turned off by like the bragging about the wife bragging about Ticonderoga 2.5 million bragging about how much they drink bragging about how he landed the plane. It's like, Go away. Like bragging yeah. about this what emotional support chihuahua that, that apparently- but then it has but it has nothing to do with the restaurant. Like I think it was a miscommunication from the waiter that was misinterpreted. And I don't believe that Jeff threw up because of the information. I mean, maybe, but I also yeah. think he threw up because he was so loaded. I think it's very <laughs> obvious. Like I like oh god, a whiskey sap. 
and five in in how long? 20 minutes? That would have said. So gross. I think I could crown that. I think I can crown it too. But before I crown it, I just want to make sure that I point out again that Mm -hmm. Mark is an absolute review finding queen, regardless of how I should grade Craig N. I feel like I'm so happy that this review was read and I was thoroughly entertained. And Mark, just thank you again. Thank you, Mark. The queens are tabulating. Okay. Do you think you're ready? Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Total score. Okay, it is unanimous. One crown from both of the queens. I feel like this is an example of like, you know how everyone in their Yelp review is always like, if I could have given this zero crowns, I would. I just feel like I got no information that was pertinent to the restaurant. Like if I read this, I would be entertained and think it was funny, but it wouldn't it wouldn't inform me whether or not I should eat here, which is why I'm probably going to Yelp in the first place. I mean, I still have the half in my other hand because I, I was debating between one and one and a half. And I just went with one because it's it's just it's a review of Jeff's successful life it's not a review of this restaurant right i do know that my friend mark found this because they were going to this restaurant and it's like it's amazing so i just think like yeah there's no way from reading this review i would be like hell no i'm not going to that restaurant like no not impactful no No. but i just the entertainment was also the skis factor so i just gave one like I'm sorry to splash at the boathouse. This is attached to your company. Agreed. Yeeks. Agreed. Wow. All right, my queens, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. All right, Trey, who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. Okay, so my Royal Highness this week is a very, very powerful Hollywood woman. Her name is I, Marlene King, and uh, she is the creator showrunner of the hit television show that ran for seven seasons called Pretty Little Liars. I was thoroughly obsessed with this television show. I joined it late, so I binged a lot of it. Pretty Little Liars had some bumps. You know, I, Marlene King, is famous for writing the film Now and Then. Oh, my God. Wow, what a queen. And had a meeting and was given the, the property... Pretty Little Liars. It was their first attempt at writing a television show and lasted for seven years. I'm Arlene King's intention was for it to run for five. And uh, they were given a green light for two extra seasons. And the show is like a murder mystery and it kept going. It's based on a book series. And so I'm Arlene King was tasked with a very difficult situation of making this mystery stretch for that long. And I think that I'm Arlene King gets a lot of not love in the world because a lot of the fandom of Pretty Little Liars was so ferocious. Um, is that the right word? I think so. I don't know. I made it up. Um, <laughs> I think Sounded still to right. this day, it's the number one television series for live tweeting. Like wow. it, no one has compared to that, but the fans were so into the show that it's really hard to please anyone at that point. And I do think that mm-hmm. I'm really King was tasked with a very difficult job of keeping these mysteries going for so many years and tying up all the loose ends. I have some flaws that I have noticed. Regardless, I am inducting Imerlyn King because she really entertained so many people. She really made it cool to want to investigate, dig, find clues, be totally fully invested in storytelling. And so for that reason... I'm honoring you. I'm Arlene King as my Royal Highness. Thank you for entertaining so many people, myself included. Wow. And no idea. It might sound silly, but I like love. I even have an A mug. I did a tour. Wow. Like I went to Hollywood and did a Warner Brothers studio lot tour just so that I could get on the Pretty Little Liars set. I sent my headshot Stop. in a clear envelope. Asking casting to see me because I love the show that much. And I signed it T-R-A-Y because they're like, they keep getting all these texts from an unknown person named A. I mean, I was that crazy. Like, that crazy. I loved Pretty Little Liars. I didn't know this about you. I love Now and Then, though. So I like, I totally support this nomination. 
Okay, enough. What yes. about you? Who are you inducting for my royal highness, Chels? Okay, well, I'm inducting someone that is pretty special to both of us. I'm going to do it and I'm going to induct Emily Cratter <gasps> because she deserves it. Emily Cratter is the person that introduced Trey and I. None of this would have been possible without her. She is the biggest cheerleader of both of us. She is the first person to reach out, comment, you know, support us whenever we have a new episode, whenever anything happens, she is the first one to be there. She's so busy and has so much going on in her life. And yet she still finds the time to compliment us and build us up and let us know that she's just like gvelling and she's amazing. Also, Emily and I, we've been playing phone tag for like 10 years and we do this <laughs> really fun thing where we'll like pick up the phone, even if we have 30 seconds to talk, just because it's been like so long since we've been playing phone tag. And I just think that says a lot about her and our friendship and our commitment to being friends. So Emily Crowder, I hope you love this because we love you so much. And it is, I mean, it is beyond time that we induct you as our Royal Highness. I love you, Em. I mean, I fully concur. Yes. She is the female version of the mensch. Ugh, she is the biggest, the biggest, the best mensch. I love it. Okay. Well, we did it. We're at the end of this episode. Listener voicemail. <gasps> Stop. Oh my goodness. All right. Today we have a listener voicemail that is so extreme that we have to include it in oh our 10th episode. And here it is. Chelsea, get ready. I can't wait to hear it. I'm scared. Hi, this is JoJo calling in with a review from Joshua A. of Pieces Bar in New York left on April 6th. 2009. So just for context here, Pieces Bar is a gay bar. West Village. In the West Village. Yes, you got it. And it reads, Pieces of Broken Mirror. (laughs) Yep, that's what was strewn everywhere as the bouncer pulled a lesbian slash ex-con out of the bar in a headlock and knocked her right into (gasps) a mirror. And that was really when we knew it was time to leave. (gasps) Pieces, as made apparent by their logo and uninspired theme night, is the quintessential 90s gay bar, being that it's 2009 and the Golden Girls only runs in syndicated reruns, pieces I would venture to say is less nostalgic than it is tragic. Pushy patrons were so sweet as to help me drench my shirt in my own drink on a few instances, (laughs) which was fine anyway, since my vodka soda may as well have been a glass of water. I think that having an aneurysm might be slightly more enjoyable than going to pieces. At least one of the doctors at the hospital might be hot, because you're certainly not going to find anyone mildly attractive here. No. Oh, my God. Let me do it one more time. So you have a second take. (laughs) JoJo, we've heard it. We love JoJo. We love it. JoJo, first of all, you don't need a second take. That was such a good reading. That was amazing. Wow. I'm blown away. We have the best listeners. I mean... That is a review from 2009. Jojo, have you just been sitting on this review and now you have the opportunity to share it with the world? I have been to pieces. Yes, me too. And and it's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's like you go there and you get a drink. It's like a- and it's like, of course, that's watered down. That's like any bar you go to. It's true. But also like high points on that review for entertainment. Like I was thoroughly taken on a journey entertained lots of imagery the picture of what a lesbian being thrown into a a lesbian ex-con being thrown into a mirror i also love joshua the reviewer's storytelling of the patrons were so nice to drench my my shirt oh my god hilarious so funny thank you joshua thank you jojo for bringing this review what a queen and also like i think I would crown Joshua pretty high. Should we crown Joshua? Yeah, let's do All it. Right, let's do it. Total school. I'm just okay. saying four. Yeah, same. Unanimous yeah. four crowns. I just took away one crown because, like you said, like this is like kind of a like diet. I don't know. We our our expectation should be pretty low. If we go to this bar, we know why we're there. But high, high points on everything else, like entertained, totally believing that this is the experience. I took one crown away because I didn't really like the low blow of saying that no one that works there is hot. That's sort of like unnecessary. It doesn't have anything to do with like working. I guess, well, I 
podcast, sometimes gay bars, bartenders have their very muscular, right. shirtless servers. But I don't, I don't know, think that like, that's look. the MO at pieces, though. No, yeah. no. But I um, I do think the chances of um, like a lesbian ex-con getting into a fight are pretty Fine. high at pieces. And that is why we love pieces. Love it. And that is why we love Jojo. Jojo, you get five crowns, Jojo. Jojo gets five crowns without a doubt. Uh, if you don't have an agent already, we got to sign you. That was a great reading. And Jojo was going to give us a second read. I know. Jojo's the pro. So you know what? Kudos to Jojo. Love we love him. you. Okay. Well, Queen, we did it. That's another round in the ear holes. <laughs> I hate when you say that. We got to think of a new one. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. If you want to be like Queen Jojo, hit up our voicemail box, y'all. It's 1-850-REVIEW-0. You can read us a review just like Jojo, or you can lodge your own complaint. Or I really would love if people would start calling in and leaving voicemails where they induct someone from their life from My Royal Highness. You can follow us if you'd like, or if you would please, at The Review Queens. And I'm at Chelsea BD, begrudgingly. And I do want to just clarify, Chelsea spells her name C-H-E-L-S-E-Y. Correct. And I'm at Trey Gerald with two R's. Okay. Because, uh-huh. you know, we have weird family members, apparently. Sure. Anyway, please become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. You can also watch live clips from every recording session for free on YouTube. Please go subscribe and watch. Yes. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Obviously. Bye. Watch out for broken mirror shards everywhere. And lesbian ex-cons. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by me with voiceover talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Canozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Love it. Bye. Bye.